From House to Barbecue Wright Studios in Hernando, Mississippi, Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Morning, Matt. Morning, Derek. That music brought to you this morning was by Mallory Everett, the second headliner. Uh, that will be joining us tonight at our Water Tower Sessions. Of course, on Tuesday, we had the interview that you had with uh, Grace Askew on our podcast. Several people have texted me, got a couple of emails, Facebook messages about the, enjoying the interview with Grace. I know our ticket sales, Derek, definitely have, have increased for sure. Just, uh, um, you know, we're not happy that it rained out a couple of weeks ago, but from a standpoint of uh, more people being able to come and attend, I, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome tonight. going to be a little hot. But we're gonna work. We're gonna do yeah. everything. We're gonna do everything we can to make it a comfortable, uh, enjoyable evening uh, for everybody. Definitely want to make it enjoyable for Grace Askew, Mallory Everett. Uh, not too worried about Stephen. I mean, we just, yeah. he, just to, he can sweat through he it. He just sweat through it, Stephen. Yeah, just not too worried about him. But look, tonight gonna be an awesome thing. We'll mention again. Uh, if you don't have your tickets, you definitely want to log on, get your tickets. From a walk-up standpoint, I don't know what that's gonna look like. We may be close to out of room. You may be standing on the uh, stairs in the back there, but. Uh, Man, I got 87 degrees. Pulled it up right now. 87 okay. degrees tonight with a northeast wind at five miles an hour. The northeast wind could be good for sure. Yeah, let's keep our fingers <laughs> crossed. And pray for that. Dustin. Definitely northeast wind. But look again, a portion of the proceeds go to the DeSoto Arts Council, which you will hear more about in just a few minutes. The DeSoto Arts Council is such a valuable part of Hernando. You know, especially over the summer, Derek, uh, kids camp, art camp, stuff like that. Just just a really really good group of people that uh, are, are doing wonderful things here in Hernando. Speaking of wonderful things in Hernando, if you'd like to move to Hernando, if you'd like to move to DeSoto County or sell your home, maybe make a move, now's the perfect time to reach out to the 2021 presenting sponsor, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch of Birch Realty Group possesses over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They are the number one team when it comes to residential real estate in DeSoto County for the last 12 years. They were recently voted the number one realtor for the fourth time. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available anytime you need them. They are currently offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. Learn more about your home, the value of your home, what's going on in your neighborhood, what's going on within a mile radius, what's going on within the county. They can tell you a number of different things for your home just based off the address. Brian and Terry and their team work harder than any team in DeSoto County when it comes to residential real estate. You definitely want to call them first. Their phone number is 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. Or you can find them at teamcouch.com. Again, that's teamcouch.com for your free, no obligation market analysis. Derek, as hot as it is, now's the time to get outside. Now's the time to get out in the backyard, do some barbecuing, do some visiting with friends and family. And if you want to take your entertaining to the next level, you definitely want to visit our 2021 studio sponsor, the How to Barbecue Right Shop. How to Barbecue Right Shop is located right here in Hernando on Memphis Street. This store has everything a person needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. They have rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, and some really cool 
rule high-end smokers. If you've ever seen Malcolm's How to Barbecue Right YouTube videos, you definitely want to stop by his shop today. You can give him a call at 662-912-9947. That's 662-912-9947. Find him on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. But the best thing to do is to visit the How to Barbecue Right shop located on Memphis Street in Hernando. Well, most of our podcast listeners, Derek, you notice right there, I had a little bit of a change on the uh, How to Barbecue Right shop read, ad read. You mentioned to me off air, hey, I've had several, I've had a few women ask me, how come women can't cook barbecue? That is correct. <laughs> I, I've had actually at least a couple, if not more. Lisa? Did Lisa mention it? It was, it was not Lisa. <laughs> it was not Lisa. But yeah, I've had people in my Sunday school class ask me and, and stuff like that. So yes, uh, why, why can we and, not? Uh, hey, and you had an opportunity to be politically correct right there. Yeah. So I, or, I said, or not. So look. The How to Barbecue Right shop is for everyone. Men and women who like to barbecue, please stop by the How to Barbecue Right shop on Memphis Street. Uh, whether you're a man, whether you're a female, however you identify, we can definitely identify that the How to Barbecue Right shop is the best place to find your barbecue needs. I'm comfortable with that identification. There you go. Thank you. Well, look, let's turn our attention real quick, Derek. Again, Alderman meeting is going to be next week. Our first Alderman meeting for August. We'll break that down next week. Not a whole lot going on in Hernando. So many people are just coming back, coming off vacation, getting ready for school next week. Our uh, Board of Aldermen and the group of leaders, Mayor, Board of Aldermen, have been in, uh, down on the coast for the, uh, what, is it, what is that called again? It's the Mississippi Municipal League Conference. Okay. Mississippi Municipal League Conference, simply a conference it's a three-day conference, I think. They go through classes. They go through different discussions on how to run meetings, be a part of meetings, how budgets work, all that kind of stuff. So definitely a lot of valuable information. They were not able to do that last year. That's right. But this year, I'm, I'm sure, you know, back have a lot of new people for Hernando, and, and we've gotten reports back that everything went very well. Yeah, and, and definitely something that's needed for this board. And last year they could get away with it because, again, it was the, I guess their last, their fourth, the start of their fourth term. Uh, of that so they pretty much knew how things were going but uh, with this new board if, if we would not have been able to have it this year that probably would have been slightly detrimental because I mean they would you know there's a lot of stuff that goes on to making motions and what you have to read as part of the agenda what you have to get on record when you make a motion and, you know and as well as you said setting budget what's allowed when to defer to the city attorney all that kind of stuff actually Hernando walked away with a little hardware we did walked away with a trophy I saw that on Facebook we finally received our like you said hardware for uh, being recognized for the Dickens of a Christmas that the Hernando Chamber of Commerce put on with the city last November as they they received the overall winner in the Municipal Excellence Award for the Dickens of a Christmas event. Now, this, of course, was put on last year. It was the second or third year uh, that Dickens had picked up, but it really had uh, upped the game even during COVID. Uh, started offering the carriage rides, have the people walk around the square. We had carolers uh, on the corners. And so just a wonderful, wonderful thing that was headed up by Gia Matheny at the city. Uh, just a great time, great event. Uh, just really appreciate Gia and all that her vision for that uh, and also the city for putting it on and just making it a wonderful event that is now recognized statewide and heard rumors that they're looking to make it even larger this year. Gia does such an amazing job. She's always looking, visiting other cities, paying attention to what other people are doing. Uh, just going to be awesome. I don't know if you noticed on the Facebook picture, though, uh, they had pictures of Dickens of a Christmas, and it said Dickinson Christmas. Dickinson. Oh, Dickinson. They, didn't say Dickinson <laughs> they didn't say Dickens of a Christmas. It just said Dickinson Christmas, which I thought was, uh, that's how we roll in Mississippi. We it just is, say, it is. yeah, you're saying Dickens of a Christmas, and everybody, oh, yes, Dickinson Christmas. Yes. Yes, the, and his name was Charles Dickens. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, not, not Dickinson. 
Dickinson. I think Charles Dickinson was part of our DeSoto County Fact of the Week about four weeks ago. So um, congratulations to the city of Hernando for just an awesome uh, event that they put on. And like you said, it's only going to continue to grow. Um, they've had good success with it. Uh, it's been very important to our commerce, very important to the uh, city, the different vendors that were a part of it. So uh, looking forward to it in November. Uh, I think you and I know some different things that we're not going to announce yet that may be coming up in possibly around wintertime here in the city of Hernando. That could be pretty cool. We've actually been reached out to maybe pre- possibly participate in bringing something for the Dickens of Christmas. Now, if you remember, they were awarded a grant this year that can go to making it bigger and better. And also, you know, if you want to go ahead and mark your calendars, November 15th. November 15th. November 15th this year, so that you can mark it on for Dickens of a Christmas. Dickens of a Christmas, November 15th. We're not going to give that weekly shout-out, but we'll just give it monthly. No, no, no. We'll, 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 we'll get to early October we'll when we yeah, talk exactly. about that. We'll give it to that. Well, Derek, a big development coming out. You, We talk all the time about the Silo Square development uh, on Getwell in South Haven. We praise uh, what's happened there and the different things that's done on the get well corridor another development coming to get well not north of, of church road or north you know into south haven but a big part of hernando possibly uh, had some groundbreaking tell us about what i'm talking about now, this was uh the groundbreaking happened last week it happened happened last thursday uh, i attended the event uh, that evening that kind of explained what everything that was going to go on um, if you remember, we recorded early last week, Correct, so we yes. had recorded before that event, so it was not on our, our, our last week for Thursday or Friday show. I was not prepared to talk about it on Tuesday of this week because I wanted to make sure I get a couple more pieces of information, was able to get that. And again, I want to be clear, we do not market for subdivisions. Right, we're not doing not what that. We're doing. But what we're telling you this is, is because of the potential for development, just like we've talked about Hernando West in the past, uh, we were not... Uh, a podcasting when that was announced correct 12 years ago 13 years ago i don't think podcasts existed 12 years ago (laughs) um but now we are mentioning this because of the size the scope and and what can be involved and so uh short fort farms uh, was introduced it was groundbroken last week and it was it's the 12 million dollar initial phase was what broke ground uh development will have several amenities we'll have a town center retail and commercial space parks walking trails agricultural land an equestrian facility, recreational buildings, and much more. The total development looks like it's going to be around $25 million once it's all said and done. Again, the, the initial phase is around $12 million. Again, the name is Short Fork, S-H-O-R-T, Fork, F-O-R-K, Short Fork Farms. Tell me where it is exactly. All right, so it's just north of Holly Springs Road. You'll see if you just drive, if you want to go out there and look at it, drive down Holly Springs, take a left on Get Well going north. Go past Walmart, come to Get Well, take a left. Yeah, You're going to see the dirt. Yeah. Well, take a left and then yeah, just drive up a little bit. You'll see the dirt work. Being. I mean, they've done a lot of dirt work out there on the, on the right-hand side. It's on the uh, east side of Getwell. So right. it's happening right now. Now, again, the key to that it is it on the east side of Getwell, which means it's in the county. That is in the county. All this approved was in the county. So a lot of people have already complained about, well, now we're bringing more development. We're bringing more subdivisions. Well, the city should be ashamed of themselves. They can't pave roads. They can't extend roads. They can't widen roads. This has nothing to do with the city. It's in the county. This is a 100% approved by the county, county approval. And the county, the supervisor, spoke out very highly in favor of this property uh, because of the amenities it's going to have, because of you know how nice it's going to be. Now, again, we're not trying to sell anything. Sure, of course. But one of, one of the key selling factors um, is uh, to, the, to the county for the approval was, hey, we're keeping 80% of the tree canopies. So there's, this is no clear cutting. Now, a lot of this is farmland. But the, the remaining trees, they're keeping the tree canopies. They're building the different pockets of houses in and around the trees uh, and the initial phase of this will start this fall they, they hope to have 70 houses or 70 lots ready for this fall so that will be the, again part of this initial phase followed up by the commercial town square 
starting sometime next summer. That's the that's the current plan they have right now. Something I wanted to, I guess, uh, make sure I had the timeline right before we talked about this, which is why I held off on Tuesday. Right. That's kind of what they're looking at. And again, it's it's going to potentially large development. This is about 900 acres uh, right. that they're looking at. So again, it could it's going to go on for 10, 20 years. So everybody upset that we again we we don't we can't get to our Walmart takes forever now. The Commerce Street backs up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Where where our kids going to go to school when all these people move in? They're going to be moving in over time. We have a very good school board, very good leadership. They'll be able to see, hey, we've got a couple hundred families that have moved here. We probably need to look for a school site. They did it. They added 10 classrooms to Hernando High School when they knew they needed room. They're adding a, a Lewisburg Primary School because they knew it needed more room. So I, I think give the leaders time to react. They, these people aren't moving in tomorrow. Sure. Give them time to react. Just go out there and see for yourself. You may be interested in buying a lot there in 10 years. Everybody that starts to get completely negative just because you know they want to lock the door as soon as they come in, it's uncalled for. This is great. This is has residential, also has commercially property tax for the county, and it is in the annexation plan, the future annexation plan of Hernando. So if this were to be annexed by a city, it would be the city of Hernando. So let's let's just kind of calm all that. Let's see how it goes. Uh, trust your supervisors. Trust your school board to do the right thing. And I'm really looking forward to the development coming in. And Derek and I are pretty uh, Derek and I are pretty pro business and pro commerce. And I continue to say things like this: If you wanted to do something with that 900 acres, anyone who's listening could have bought that. That's correct. And developed it yourself, or, so, or just held it for farmland. Just saying. It's I mean, just pretty. saying. Yeah. So griping about something when you had the opportunity, air an opportunity is well, that might be part of our, our our motto here at the UCW <laughs> podcast. Air an opportunity is what you know all of us have as americans well Derek, that's very interesting speaking of something as americans there we go this may be a kind of a segue to what we're going to talk about on this one um we did want to go like i said not a lot of stuff going on in the city not necessarily a county-wide uh you know anything going on there alderman meetings are coming up next week we can talk more about that then let's talk about some new things coming down from our federal government when it comes to the cdc read us that all right, so the CDC uh, came out, I believe it was two days ago, their new guidelines for masks. Probably not going to be popular with some people, but the CDC came out, and then the Mississippi Department of Health has followed. So the Mississippi Department of Health, uh, I believe this was on Wednesday afternoon, they came out and kind of followed in step with the CDC that they uh, recommend that all Mississippians, regardless of their vaccination status, wear a mask while in public places. This is saying they're they're recommending it. They're not requiring it. This is not a mandate. Governor has not issued anything. In, in fact, he came out completely against it. Uh, but it is recommending that all Mississippians wear a mask. Whatever side of that spectrum you fall on, we're not going to debate that here on our podcast. But I guess our reason for announcing this is, first of all, it's, it's obviously relevant to us as Mississippians. And also, second, you may start seeing businesses again put up signs that say, you know, please wear a mask or whatever. Now, those are typically a national business, a Kroger, a Walmart, a Walgreens. Yes. You'll see the national business come out and do that. So if you see it, don't be alarmed. Don't be shot. Again, it's up to you, you know, at this time, if you want to do that or not. So we make it into where because you may start seeing those again. Uh, And it again, it is recommended. Now, the governor came out completely against it. Uh, He was actually uh, at the Neshoba County Fair. I believe it was yesterday morning, uh, Thursday morning. He came out uh, on the Neshoba County Fair and said, and I'm just quoting him, Tuesday's change in the CDC government guidance is foolish and harmful, has nothing to do with rational science in Mississippi, and in Mississippi, we believe in freedom. Now, again, those were direct quotes wow. from the speech from did he, Tate Reeves. Did he have, a, mu- did he, did he have a musket whenever he was doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what he had. Uh, I, I know it was hot. I'm sure it was very, oh, very hot God, at the Shelby yeah. County Fair oh, uh, as he's given this, but... But, yeah, so that was his response. So I don't think he's going to be doing any kind of uh, mandates uh, for the Mississippi anytime soon. We know that the schools, the 
Teachers associations have come out asking that the Mississippi board would require that teachers wear masks in school the school year. We know that again on our on the podcast, brother podcast, Corey Elsa came on and said OB Pod, OB Pod, that we will not be requiring masks in school this year. Again, that's school starts a week from yesterday, so that is what the way they're going to go forward. So that's the information we has as of Friday morning. Uh, but I just kind of wanted to let you know that that is out there. Some of y'all may have already heard it, but again, if you start seeing those signs in the as you said, Matt, the, na- the nationwide businesses, don't be surprised because of what the CDC and now the Mississippi Health Department are recommending. Recommending is a key word, Derek. We're just going to kind of leave it there. That's right. I had the opportunity to go to um, Wilson's orientation uh, the other day. Wilson's going to be a ninth grader at Hernando High School, Derek. They opened the floor for questions. I, I didn't turn around. A nice lady in the back simply asked, um, when it comes to pep rallies, will there be some type of social distancing? Are people required to go? Or is there a way to opt out? Principal Dwayne Case, I thought, did a very good job uh, from a standpoint of social distancing for high school kids is very tough. He, he said, look, if, if a child doesn't want to go to the pep rally or doesn't feel comfortable, uh, that they will be able to watch it, you know, somewhere else in the school. And that's kind of what we're headed towards. I think we're coming back to, Derek. We shut schools down for the masses. And I think where we're headed now is, you know, 1,300 kids go to Hernando High School. If 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 aren't comfortable, sure, we can take care of them throughout while this pep rally goes on for the 1,250 that do want to go. So, yeah, so I would say, okay, yeah, that, that's fine. If it's, you don't want to be in there or you don't want your child right. being in there, they're not vaccinated or whatever you whatever happen to be, that we'll check you out and uh, you can go on your way. Go ahead and leave early for school. Well, I mean, and again, we're freshman orientation, which means a vast majority are actually probably – Statistically, every single kid is under the age of what vaccines have been approved and so forth. Statistically, I just say this to say all that. We shut the world down in a reaction. I think we're shifting back to, hey, 1,250 kids are going to go to the pep rally and those that don't want to go don't have to go. And I think that's it is what it is. Like you said, masks are recommended uh, and, and so forth. Speaking of something else, federal government related, and we'll mention the post office here in just a second before we uh, read our first group of ads where you'll hear the word post office, uh, <laughs> is the postal prices. And Derek and I are very familiar with postage and postage stamps. We at one point owned a postal store together in, in South Haven, going from 55 to 58 cents. Going from 55 to 58 cents, Derek. Wow, just what a what a difference that's going to make, that three I mean, cents is going to make right there. Yeah, I, I, yes, you're right. It's 55 to 58 cents. It starts on August 29th. So if that three cents, if you, if you send a lot of stamps, if you're weekly mailing out things, you may, you can go ahead and buy those forever, you know, 55 cent now forever stamps. Um, you know, you can do that until August 29th. At that point, they will go up to 58 cents. That's fine. And we all understand uh, at 58 cents, that is still a very cheap way to send communication. Um, if, you know, if you want something that's hand delivered or whatever, uh, it does still keep us well below, you know, on a world average of what it costs to send first class mail, where it would be at 58. The next closest is Japan at 77 cents. So again, we're still a bargain compared to the world. My only complaint about this is let's just go and even number. Can we just go to 60? Like, well, no, let's get rid of pennies. How about just nickels? 60? It, it, it should change every five years. We should move it to 65 or yeah, 70 yeah, or whatever. whatever. I mean, like, and every five years we look at it, whatever. The issue is, is we could go up to a million dollars to send a letter. And the federal government, the U.S. Postal Service, it, it doesn't matter. It'll still they, lose money. It, it's, it'll still it's still, lose exactly. Money. It doesn't matter. When you have pitiful contracts with the big boys, 
and you and I both know what we're talking about, when you have those contracts that you've poorly negotiated, it is what it is, man. I mean, we're talking about the federal government being in charge of something. Look, goes from 55 to 58. It is what it is. Well, Derek, tell me something right across from the Hernando Post Office that is absolutely an asset here in the city of Hernando. Well, Matt, right across the street is Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local state form provider, which is located at 11 West Commerce Street, Directly across from that post office we just mentioned. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and local resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, business, and auto. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 662-429-5213. Again, 662 662- 429-5213 or find them on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. As we're getting ready to start school again, now's the time to think about next summer plans, spring break plans, Christmas plans. If you're wanting to travel with your family next summer, you need to reach out to Sue Allen and Ann Christopher with Magical Destinations of Hernando. Whether it's that trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, out west, the Gulf Coast, anywhere in the country. These ladies can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get you the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destinations is locally owned and operated right here in Hernando. Give them a call today to start planning your magical getaway. You can reach Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher at 662-469-6304. That's 662-469-6304. Or find more information about Magical Destinations Unlimited on Facebook and Instagram. That's Facebook and Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. North Point Christian School continues to enroll for 2021-2022 and some grades are getting close to capacity. PK, JK, 3rd, 8th, and ninth grades are close to being full. Come and see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes have made North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. North Point is honored to have been voted DeSoto's best middle school and DeSoto's best high school by the DeSoto Times Tribune. Come and see why they have been voted best. Contact Sheila Sharon at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127 or email her at s-s-h-e-r-o-n at ncstrojans.com. Don't delay. Call today. Derek, our next advertiser will lead us right into the DeSoto County shout-outs that we do on our second show every week. And that advertiser is the Hernando Farmer's Market. The Hernando Farmer's Market brings together the best of local food, artistry, and the agricultural traditions of the Mid-South. It's a place to shop, it's a place to gather, but more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the simplicity of a Mississippi small town. If you'd like to be a vendor at the Hernando Farmers Market, you can reach out to Gia Matheny, the Community Development Director at 662-449-9092. That's 662-449-9092 for Gia Matheny, the Community Development Director. More information about the Hernando Farmers Market every Saturday from May 1st through October It is one of the largest open-air farmer's markets in the state and last year welcomed over 100,000 visitors. In 2020, the market produced over $379,000. Just an awesome thing. The Hernando Farmer's Market each and every Saturday morning, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the historic Hernando Square. Visit the Hernando Farmer's Market this weekend. 
Again, that leads us into our DeSoto County shout-outs. DeSoto Arts Council, first Friday back porch party, next Friday night here at the DeSoto Arts Council. They will have uh, live music. Catching Javelin. Catching Javelin. That's right. Catching Javelin next Friday night. First Friday back porch party at the DeSoto Arts Council from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Great way to kick off your Friday night, kick off your weekend right here off the Hernando Square. Shout out to the DeSoto Arts Council as they continue to do awesome, awesome things for the city of Hernando. Next up, Derek, Hernando Parks and Recreation Department, August 6th, the same day as the back porch party, is actually the last time that you can apply for the scavenger hunt, which will be August 21st is a scavenger hunt. What a neat, neat event. Had several texts about that. Obviously, uh, a lot of people know the um, former winner that we were mentioning quite a bit, that she's uh, yeah. really... <laughs> She's really, really good at the scavenger hunt. So, uh, shout out to her if she's allowed to participate. Maybe she should not be allowed to participate. I think. Well, she, I mean, you know, yeah. when you win so much, I mean, I mean, come on now. Yeah. Well, no, she can't participate if she's an alderman. Yeah. She has the because I mean, what if she got upset with the parks department and affected it? There you go. That's it. That's it. <laughs> just a, that's she's it. Just qualified. We're, we're ruling on that one. Yeah. Disqualified. Disqualified. Well, Derek, the next thing, September 10th for the Palmer Home, having a big skeet shoot. This is something that's really important to the uh, How to Barbecue Right Shop, uh, Rochelle and Malcolm, our studio sponsors, something that's very important to them. Tell us more about the big skeet shoot coming up in September. I know we're several weeks away, but they're currently looking for sponsors. If you want to sponsor, now's the time to call. Tell us about it, Derek. All right, so it'll be held on Friday, September 10th, and we'll start in the morning. Uh, it's called Shotguns and Sunflowers Clay Tournament. This is their second annual Shotguns and Sunflowers. This is the premier clay fundraising event in the Mid-South. Tournament teams will shoot a variety of targets, each to win coveted prizes and bragging rights. After the tournament, guests will enjoy appetizers and libations, followed by awards, a Bloody Mary bar, and delicious Southern-style lunch that will put Grandma's cooking to shame by our very own sponsor, Malcolm Reed, the pitmaster and owner of How to Barbecue Right, who will be grilling on site. And, of course, all the proceeds from this, this will uh, go to support the Palmer Home, which for 125 years has been able to change local children's lives and can help them hit the target of giving this year of serving more children and families than ever before. So, again, this is a unique way to raise money. Uh, this is, again, this is the second annual, uh, but just I think that's one of the uh, coolest events that they do. And so really looking forward to this event. Again, sponsorships ranging for a team at $1,000 all the way up to $10,000 worth of sponsorships. Uh, please go to the website. It's at supportpalmerhome.org. I guess the event tab. And then go to Shotguns and Sunflowers to see the different levels, what you get for each level. Again, just a great, great opportunity to support that nonprofit, but also in a, a great way to have a, uh, a good time. I think it starts basically around 8 a.m. and it lasts, uh, of course, through lunch, ending about 1 or 2. So it's going to be a great, after, I guess, morning and uh, early afternoon. Right. Skeet Shoot, Bloody Marys, uh, Lunch with Malcolm. Just going to be an awesome, awesome time uh, right there. They are looking for sponsors now. So go to palmerhome.org, and I'm sure you'll be able to find some information about this. Take a look at it. Click on it. If you'd like to sponsor, be a part of the largest skeet shoot, as Derek mentioned, maybe the largest skeet shoot in the Mid-South for the Palmer Home coming up in September. So we really appreciate all the people that reach out to us when it comes to uh, our DeSoto County shout-outs. Please support those shout-outs. Support those local nonprofits. Derek, we typically don't allow business to be a part of that, uh, but that we try and shed some light on some different things and help the nonprofits out uh, for sure. So shout out to them. Uh, good luck in September when it comes to the skeet shoot. Well, Derek, I do know somebody that has signed up for a VIP table, somebody that is supporting us at the Water Tower session, which again, a portion of the proceeds go to the Soto Arts Council, and that's going to be Richard Williams at Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs, whether it's tree trimming, leaf removal, summer cleanups, 
anything you can think of outside of your commercial or residential property, you definitely want to reach out to Richard and his team. Just want to keep reminding our listeners that Richard and his team are hiring. It's an extremely fast-paced environment with mostly commercial properties. Pay will depend on your experience. You must be able to work a 12-hour day, Derek. So they definitely work hard over there. Definitely work hard. Must have a good work ethic. Must be willing to learn. The job will entail weeding, edging with a string trimmer, backpack blowing, zero-turn mowers. Basically, what you can think of on a landscape company, Richard and his team can assist you, and they are hiring. So if you know anyone looking for a career, in the landscaping looking to start a job or for a job you can give richard a call at 662-292-8855 that's 662-292-8855 or find richard on facebook at williams lawn services on facebook that's williams lawn services DeSoto family dental care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience dr seymour dr paroli and dr trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Derek, on my way over this morning to the How to Barbecue Right Shop Studios, I uh, noticed three different dumpsters that came from North Mississippi Dumpster on different nice. properties. So North Mississippi Dumpsters is a local small business that's open seven days a week. They offer fantastic prices on 13 and 20-yard roll-off dumpsters. They currently serve DeSoto, Tate, Marshall, and Tunica counties. They not only accommodate professionals in real estate flipping, landscaping, new construction, renovations, and business disposal, but really want to help homeowners who need to clean out their houses, yards, attics, basements, or sheds. Again, they carry 13 and 20 yard roll-off dumpsters that are carefully loaded and unloaded as to not cause any damage to your driveway. You can find more information about North Mississippi Dumpsters at their website, DeSotoDumpsters.com. Very simple, DeSotoDumpsters.com, or give Joe and his team a call at 901-299-0916. That's 901-299-0916. Thank you again to our newest sponsor, North Mississippi Dumpsters. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419. Again, 662-892-8419. Or visit them on their website, greenkingspray.com. They're my spray service. They should be your spray service. And remember, if you want it green, call the king. 
Well, Derek, before we sign off for our, our second show of the week, uh, like we kind of mentioned, you know, a couple of shorter shows here lately, mainly because we're really gearing up for what could be some Matt, really short, but packed with information. Sh- yeah, packed with information. Packed with information. A little short in the summer, but hey, I'm telling you, we're going to get ready for football season, sports, all that's going to be coming back, and we're really excited about that. We will be efforting to the different coaches of the teams that are in our area, our coverage area. Derek actually just got confirmation, and I'll go ahead and say it, speaking of baseball, which we're about to in just a second, going to be interviewing – Mr. Dwayne Case, I mentioned him earlier, mm-hmm. the principal at Hernando High School. He will be on our Tuesday show. He will be on our Tuesday show, an interview with him. We'll try and get 20, 25 minutes of an interview with him, talk about Hernando High School, uh, talk about the different things going on at Hernando High School, any new stuff that he might want to tell listeners, tell parents out there when it comes to Hernando, whether it be traffic flow or new buildings, anything like that. We're going to let Dwayne talk and, and visit with him. Hey, you know, having the principal – uh, of your local under the water tower high school on two days before the start of school that's called good journalism it's called good well we're not journalists strategery that's good strategy that is a good strategery <laughs> i have a i have a feeling Dwayne's gonna be a good interview by oh, the no, way be yeah. fantastic interview yeah. well he was up there the other night uh for the orientation and it was a little bit of a comedy skit for about 10 minutes i think <laughs> was, i was like my gosh he's up there he's he's, he's up there one line and everything he's really really good so looking forward to that listen to that show next tuesday again two days before uh we kick off the 2021 2022 school year just now, which it's I, already I, here i can't believe it's already here many of our listeners know Dwayne case at one time was the hernando high school baseball coach and we're going to finish the show it's painful for me and you and i to sit here to do this but you know what it is what it is it is what it is tell us about what's going on tomorrow in south haven all right tomorrow for all of you mississippi state bulldog fans right. if you're listening right now <laughs> um the mississippi state university is taking the uh i'm sure all y'all know they've taken the college world series national championship trophy on the road and it will be stopping in DeSoto County in South Haven tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at one of our sponsors, North Point Christian School. So if you want to go see, get your picture taken with the trophy, put your kid's picture with the trophy tomorrow, July 31st from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, so if that's something that you want to do, again, Matt, um, they did not take our, our golf, our Ole Miss Golf Championship trophy. I have not seen that come to DeSoto County, but they were able to line it up at North Point tomorrow. So, again, congratulations to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. And that's something that you want to do. I think it would be pretty cool. I mean, to be honest, you know, obviously not my team, but it is. Uh, that would be a really cool thing to be able to take my kids up there and get a, get a picture with the National Championship trophy for baseball. So, again, that's something you want to do. Be up there at South Haven for that two-hour time period tomorrow at North Point. It's no secret to our listeners after one an entire year of UTW podcast, uh, which again we will have our hundredth show coming up in the next couple of weeks, which is just absolutely amazing. I say we've done well past a hundred shows, but well, episode well number. Show. Yeah. I, I believe August tenth of last year okay. was our first show. Right. We're coming up on our one year anniversary. We've said on here several times. You and I both both went to Ole Miss. It's a little painful for us to envision a national championship trophy without our name on it or our team's name on it. But hey, that sounds pretty neat. Congratulations to those people that might want to go see the trophy. Good luck to you for sure. You know, I'm I'm going to wait till the trophy comes to Oxford, meaning the Mississippi State National Championship trophy comes out, <laughs> okay, yeah. right. which will not happen. Yeah. Which so means you'll, you'll I will see not be there. When it goes exactly. to Oxford, I got you. Gotcha, I will not yeah. be there. So that's pretty neat. Again, as we start to wrap up, I want to remind everybody, if you would like to see tonight the Water Tower Sessions, it's not our second annual. It's actually just our second show that we're putting on. Mm-hmm. This is something we're gearing towards maybe three to four years. Uh, Derek, we may not have to do it in June and July. and all. You know, man, It's so hot. Yeah. But we'll figure that out. But we're gearing towards we want to bring art, want to bring singers and songwriters to Hernando so they can share their stories and, and in a really intimate setting tonight at the Panola Street Courtyard. If you can hear my voice, do not have your tickets. Please jump on, grab your tickets so we'll have room for you. It's going to be an amazing, awesome night. Derek, I can't wait for it. 
exciting. Uh, get there early, 730. Let's start with the yeah. – uh, Devin will be playing kind of the music as people walk in. He'll be doing his set, uh, and then the uh, ladies and one gentleman will go on around 830. Yep. Uh, we do have a, a, a Bosco's treat uh, that will be available for that first hour. Uh, Bosco's is, is providing um, some libations for us, so really looking forward to that. And, uh, again, just to having everybody out on a beautiful, beautiful Friday night in Hernando, and uh, just really excited for the show. Can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun tonight at the Panola Street Courtyard, put on by Mississippi Music and mine and Derek's production company, Rooster Production. You hear it at the first of the show. Rooster Production is our production company that works with Under the Water Tower podcast, also works with the OB pod that I'm about to share about in just one second. Well, look, if you enjoy what we do each and every week here at the UTW podcast, Find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. Want to continue to ask you wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever that might be, please give us a five-star review. Give us a five-star review. Tell us how you think we're doing, and we definitely will share it on our show. We really appreciate all the support here in Hernando, up the Getwell Corridor, I just mentioned them. If you enjoy our show, you're definitely going to enjoy OB Pod. Comes out every Monday morning. OB Pod covering the eastern side of DeSoto County, Center Hill, Lewisburg, and Olive Branch. You, you definitely want to find that podcast, OB Pod. As I mentioned a minute ago, Dwayne Case will be sitting down with us, the principal of Hernando High School. He will sit down with us over the next few days, and he will be part of our Tuesday show. So we definitely appreciate him uh, agreeing to come on. Look forward to sharing his ideas, his thoughts all about Hernando High School uh, for our Tuesday show. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. Be headed back